Welcome to Two Men On, ladies and gentlemen. 110%. Kill the cards. Oh, what yeah, I remember that one. Tell where you are. I was telling you suck. You know what? I, I quit. I really quit. <laughs> the Kwame Brown of fantasy baseball. I love enough somebody to say that. Wayne Grove Party Con, right? Yeah. You're regretting this already. <laughs> Which two men are on? T-M-O, baby. All wood, no cork. number 34. 2015 is here. A new year and a new opportunity for any of the BDL 16 clubs. Well, maybe not the Amish Brotherhood. CBS projections for the new season reveal little has changed in the Black Diamond League, but will one recent champion be left scratching his head and licking his wounds? Plus, in this season kickoff edition, Chris and Owens join the show straight from Philadelphia. You're listening to BDL Radio. This is Two Men On. Hey, BDL. Welcome to 2015. Uh, i got Johnny Holmes with me here for Two Men On today. Johnny, uh, we are just about two weeks away from uh, opening day for Major League Baseball and in the Black Diamond League, and it is great to be excited about baseball again. And how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Two weeks out, baseball isn't the first thing I'm um, thinking about right now. Uh, going to be on the other side of the country in two weeks, but uh, this is one of the most exciting seasons I've, I've I've been looking forward to in a long time. You mean just for the uh, for the cars? Yes, that's really all I care about. <laughs> so you think this is a uh... You think this is a, a big step year for, for Anaheim then? Yes. By the end of 2015, um, people will be scared. Ah. Well, what I'm, are you looking forward to? Ah, you know, I'm, I'm just looking forward to enjoying the year as, you know, as champion. Champ. It's, it's going to be a cool feeling to, you know, to be the defending champ and to, and to face that challenge of uh, – you know, trying to do it again and be the first be the first team to repeat as champion uh, since the uh, 2010 uh, damage. We're we're going on a several year run uh, now where we have not had a back to back champion, which you know speaks very positively t- uh, to the to the parity of the BDL. Uh, you know that we have gone now 2010, 11, 12, 13, and 14 uh, with different champions every year. Um, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm really excited to, to try to step up and, and, and you know grab that trophy again and make it two in a row. But we'll see. Um, Johnny, I don't know that the uh, CBS rankings really agree with your assessment of where the killer cars might be going this year. But I guess we're going to find that out in this show, and, and you can uh, give your case or or whatnot. But uh, that's why we're here, guys. Uh, this episode of TMO. Um, Johnny, one of the things I look forward to every year on this show is diving into these rankings. And that's what we're going to do today is take a look at the projected CBS rankings for 2015 for the entire BDL. We're going to go through each and every division, uh, see which teams are projected to uh, uh, turn out on top. 
which teams are on the way down, and so on and so forth. Um, Johnny, I guess just probably a couple housekeeping things here right off, just some ground rules for these rankings. Uh, uh, it's important to point out that, that these are not um, generated by, by you or I or anyone else in the BDL for that matter. Um, we, do, we compile these rankings every year based only on the uh, projected CBS uh, uh, statistics for, for each player, uh, each team in the league, and uh, do it top to bottom from there. So um, I guess just throw that out there right away. Don't shoot the messenger. We're just hmm. here. We're just here, pretty much, to to deliver these rankings and and talk about them and and, and go from there, and, and and we'll see where things lie. But uh, yeah, and and I think just about all of them are relatively close to what you would think uh, going into a season like this. Um, they're telling me that you've got a pretty good shot to uh, to get back there. So yeah, it looks that way. And and Johnny, maybe if you would just kind of. Uh, 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 just give the guys a little bit of a rundown on how the how these rankings are are arrived at here for us. The, sure. The the method to the madness. Sure. I I just took CVS projections. I got the whole roster from every team in the league. Um, took the top twenty eight major league players, top twenty eight ranked players according to CBS, and um, average them out. Uh, teams with the lowest ranking rank highest. Um, Got one team that's crazy low. Got one team that's crazy high. Um, but yeah, it should be. Uh, we should point out too, Johnny, that we uh, uh, we did eliminate from the uh, from the yes. rank from the rankings from from the data that 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 was used to uh, uh, compile the rankings. Just a handful of of players uh, players that are. Um, Expected to miss the entire season uh, this year, uh, such as just one example, such as uh, U Darvish, there for the Mavericks. Uh, those players were removed completely from the equation, so that uh, you know we would have a, a, a as true to uh, life as, as as we could get here with with uh, where each of these teams stand for 2015 alone. Uh, and obviously, you know things could change between now and the start of the season, and you know the end of April. Uh, via trades and, and, and whatnot, and um, you know that that may uh, have an effect on on what these rankings would look like otherwise. But uh, uh, just yeah, I guess just uh, one last note: these these rankings are current as of. Let's see, Johnny, we are recording this show on Thursday, March the nineteenth. Uh, so as that, of yesterday, yeah, that's right. So they are current as of that date, and I guess. Off we go. Let's start, Johnny. Uh, how about we just run down each division and see where um, all of these teams stack up against their division rivals. Um, start out in the ACL with the uh, with the East. Okay. Um, no surprise here. Um, start at number one. Uh, this team, no surprise, going to be number one in the entire league. We'll see here. Uh, the NorCal Damage with the lowest score. Uh, 138 average ranking of 138 followed by the Rockets of 182 double downs 260 the epidemic very close uh, fourth 263 um, we'll talk later but the damage of a very um, 
even split hitters, pitchers, their entire team is, is ranked pretty high. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing we will look at later when we look at the overall league-wide uh, rankings. I guess we'll talk about that a little more. But um, I, I know Mike probably thought he he would be a little closer to uh, to first place there in in the uh, in the data, or maybe even in first place. But uh, uh, the stats show what they show, and you know, uh, Bill uh, Bill right there again with his damage uh, right on top, and. Um, you know, according according to the data, it doesn't look like he's prepared to surrender that spot, at least in the projections, anytime soon. Uh, but we'll we'll see. Uh, I guess too, Johnny, as we go through here, uh, you were giving out the uh, the value number there for each team. Uh, just keep in mind, guys, as you're listening to this, that the the lower the number, the better. Um, you know, these are uh, averages uh, for all of your players on your team. Or excuse me, the top 28. Uh, value players on your team, of course, since that is our legal limit in the BDL. Um, so, for instance, the damage at uh, a value of 138, that means the average of his all of his players uh, who are legal, uh, the top 28 of those players, is 138. And that is best in the league. But uh, It's best in the league, and I'll say, if you listen to your team number and you're under 200, I mean, that's, that's pretty elite. Uh, standing uh, there's only five in the league under 200 for sure um so the damage at 138 very high rockets still under 200 182 still have a very very good team okay johnny down south down south um who do you think is number one <laughs> looks like the uh the generals uh under 200 they come in at 177 but right right on their heels are the wallabies at 179 um which is quite interesting uh I would have thought your team would be, you know, number one by far, but they are neck and neck with you. Um, the Mavs, uh, uh, a lot of people predicting them as a breakout team this year. Um, obviously, we, we removed Darvish from the uh, selection here, uh, third place with 234 as an average score, uh, and the Rebels uh, in last in the South, 356 as their average uh, ranking. Yeah, not not too good there for the Rebels, but um, you know, as far as number one and two, um, yeah, I, you know, of course, I did expect the Gens to be on top in the division there, uh, but I, you know, it, it didn't surprise me to see Brent and his Wallabies quite close. Um, you know, that that 177 to 179 score is very close. I mean, that's practically you know, you're talking, you know, razor thin, uh, you know, one or two. Uh, just minor impact players really could, could swing that um, that ranking right there. But, uh, you know, I have felt for a couple seasons now that uh, Brent just continues to be taken for granted in the BDL. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Wallabies, no doubt, are one of the elite teams and, you know, remain one of the elite teams uh, in the entire league, very quietly finishing uh, second overall in the entire BDL last season. You know, so no, no, no surprise. Um, and I really, I think uh, uh, that's 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 how I would have predicted the South to uh, to end out before looking at these uh, at, at this data, Johnny. Yeah, I I would say looking at these first two divisions, um, I think we can see as we'll we'll see with the PCL <laughs> my my league. Um, we've got two very tough divisions, two teams in each each division. 
um, under 200. The Mavs right there at 234. Um, so it's nothing, nothing but hardcore playoff contention. I'm sure Owens is uh, probably a little dismayed at that number and that in that ranking, uh, hoping he was uh, he would be. A- projected to be a little bit higher but you know there there is a loss of darvish i you know that would not have made the the difference between the second place and third place for him there in the south but uh, he he he, without a doubt would have been uh, significantly closer to brent and and to the gens but uh just just uh not to jump too far ahead but we we've still the rankings still have him eighth overall he's in the playoff hunt as of today yeah so, let's take a quick look at the PCL North. All right. Um, PCL North, uh, number one. Uh, really, I don't think any surprise. Uh, uh, Chris and his beers, the score of 192. And I tell you, um, there in the North, things really drop off fairly hard after first place. You have number two in the, PC, uh, in the PCL North, uh, the Scorpions, uh, the new GM in the league, Scott. Uh, with a uh, with a score of 266, followed by Johnny York Killer Cars 294. Uh oh, um, and f- and in last place in the North, no surprise at all considering the uh, the moves. That I he can't has- even see. I can't even see a fourth place team <laughs> so far down. <laughs> According to that score, he may be that so far down that he might be totally out of sight. But uh, Joe and his Amish Brotherhood with a score of 435. Wow. Uh, that is the basement, if I have ever heard of the basement. But uh, I, yeah, that's one terrible team. I I know when we talked about these rankings, we we wanted to replace um, some of the injured players. We wanted to make sure these scores were representative of solid twenty-eight average guys. Joe's team, <laughs> the only team in the league without twenty-eight guys ranked. <laughs> um, I actually, and it's it's by a lot because I don't I actually think. There are five guys I pulled right out of the rankings with with no ranking. Um, so I think we ranked 23 of his players, I believe. Wow. And, you know, I, I'm sure he's proud of that fact, though, <laughs> given yeah. given his new seven-year plan that has been implemented there in uh, Awataki. Yeah. yeah, and it includes the, yes, what, two days ago trade, I think, of um, Carrasco Correct. to the epidemic. And I don't know, I think... I'm really excited about this division, not just because um, I'm excited for my team's year, but the Scorpions, um, I feel like I'm close to them, but they're very exciting. They've been very active since they joined the league. Um, I think they could be a playoff team. There's, their score shows them right outside, I believe, but um, I have always said as long as you stay active in this league, you, you're going to make the playoffs. You, you can do well. Uh, so it's going to be a little bit of a challenge to see over 15 to 16 um, where he takes the team and how quickly I catch him. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, and we'll talk about the Scorpions a, a little bit here uh, in just a few minutes, what may be a bit of a controversial uh, uh, projection on the part of CBS, and I, I guess that is a good segue into what uh, what is most definitely – um, the most intriguing uh, division among uh, uh, among our four this year in terms of these projections. Um, 
crazy things out west, Johnny, and I, I'm not sure what to make of it right away. Uh, you know, we, we'll, we'll delve into some additional data here in just a few minutes. But uh, number one in the west, according to CBS projections, 2015, Kill Devil Hills elevation, the value of 214, followed by at number two, the Wrigleyville Woo, mm -hmm. 233. Number three, the Crawford Cramps, 275. And then number four, the Bulldogs, 294. So, Johnny, one of the perceived powerhouse teams in the BDL um, finals team in 2014, the BDL champion in 2013, the Crawford Cramps, um, projected to be in third place, to finish in third place in the West in 2015 what say you it's it's a little shocking I don't know that anyone in the league including the uh, including or uh, would have predicted that um, oh alone, yes he would have well maybe or <laughs> let alone uh, what is 275 versus the dogs 294 I mean he's what is that 19 uh, ranking points uh, from being in fourth place in a three-team division. Uh-huh. Crazy. Um, it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah, and you know, you kind of have to take, obviously, you know, these projections always with, with a grain of salt because, you, you know, you're, you're going to have players who break out. You're going to have players who unexpectedly slump. And, you know, there, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of slack, you know, uh, in, in projections such as these, but just to see them at that spot uh, right out of the gate um, in the in the projected rankings is is alarming, um, and I'm not entirely sure what to make of it right away. But um, I guess that provides us, Johnny, with another segue to mm -hmm. start to explain um, what may be up with the cramps this year in 2015, and and we'll do that right now. We're going to break down the rankings just a little bit. Uh, look at both the best batting teams in the league and also the best pitching teams in the league, 1-16. to 16. Uh, We'll do that now. Johnny, uh, kick us off. The top batting team in the BDL, no surprise. No surprise. Uh, best uh, overall score, best hitting score, uh, NorCal damage, 99 average ranking, under 100, um, which which is amazing for 28 players for your average to be 100 or less. It's obscene. Um, it's obscene. Yeah, he, he just delivers consistently, uh, Bill does. Um, but followed closely by the team we were just talking about uh, with such a low ranking, um, the Crawford Cramps with an average hit, uh, batter score of 123. Um, they're, they're batting heavy, as we'll see. Uh, number three, the Rockets, uh, 146. Generals 149, Wallabies 152, all pretty close uh, uh, within that 150 range. Um, Beers right there 161, and then you take a little step down. The Mavericks and the Scorpions and elevation, we're talking 195, 200, 203. The Dogs are at 207. Dogs round um, out the top 10, by the way. Yeah, uh, Woo, relatively close 217, and then we get down into. Boston average hitting average batter score of 228, epidemic 252. It's really getting down there now. Uh, Rebels 289, 
Cars two ninety nine. Yeah. And uh, Amish. Let's see. The number the the numbers go off the screen. <laughs> it, it's uh, four hundred and eleven. Their average batter score. Wow. Joe, what are you doing, brother? Yeah, I don't think Moncada is gonna help that much. Jeez. Talk about an off week every week. Just take a bye. Take a knee, man. I get I get him twice, right? You could get him three times. I could get him three times. I could make the playoffs. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, moving on to, to the best pitching teams in the league, number one. Uh, of course, this is becoming a theme with these uh, projections right now. Uh, no surprise again, the NorCal damage at number one with a score of 183. So Bill and his damage take both the number one uh, batting slot and the number one pitching slot um, in the BDL for 2015 uh, in the preseason rankings. Um he Just, is everyone's number one slot, isn't he? Ah, <laughs> oh, Bill. Number two, um, score of 208, the Generals. Uh, second best pitching team in the league as determined by uh, the projections. Number three, the Wallabies at 215. Number four, the Rockets, 224. Number five, the Elevation, 230. Number six, the Beers, 233. Number seven, the Wu, 252. Number eight, the Epidemic, 281. Number nine, look at here, the Cars, Killer Cars, at 288, making uh, top nine already. Number 10, the Mavericks, 304. Johnny, you can tell I, that is the top 10 in, in, in the uh, mm-hmm. pitch, pitching rankings, and we have not named a certain team yet, so let's keep going. Number 11, the Double Downs at, at uh, 310. Number 12, the Scorpions, 355. Number 13, the Bulldogs at 370. And at number 14, where the scores drop into the 400s, number 14, the Crawford Cramps. Third worst projected pitching squad in the BDL this year. Yeah, four, 406 is his number. At when we were talking about the Amish 411 in hitting as bad, this is bad. It's shocking. It really is. I mean, I you know, I, I wouldn't have, uh, you know, with, without really looking at this data hard, I would, you know, I would never have have thought that, um, you know, just uh, just at a, at, a, at a cursory glance at, at at Brian's roster, it just doesn't really sink in, considering the type of club that we know that Crawford is and can be and. Uh, the type of uh, GM that, that Brian is, it, it's um, again just like just like the other. I, I don't I don't know what to make of it, and um, I, I guess we'll see. But it's it's an interesting um, it's an interesting talking point going into to the 2015 year for sure. You know, is this is this a true problem for Brian, or is this uh, you know? Uh, are these phantom numbers? Is this, is this manufactured in a sense by by the CBS projections, and and uh, for some reason he's just dragged way down? I don't know, but um, you know I, I I think it has been noticed. Uh, I, I'm not sure who it was, Joe or someone, made a comment uh, I think on the boards at some point recently, um, 
regarding uh, the uh, the Crawf uh, regarding Crawford's pitching rotation and and uh, uh, the fact that uh, he did not feel it was as strong as it had been the the last two years or or so. So I don't know. We'll see, Johnny. But it's it's certainly one of the top storylines to watch this year, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, it's been noticed. Uh, it got noticed on the boards. It got noticed when <laughs> I made him an offer. He laughed at it. It got noticed uh, right before the show when you texted me and said, uh, "Are these numbers right?" You know, and <laughs> um, we. I I I looked at him. I looked at his his pictures here. I mean, he's got three pitchers. I thought it would be more than that, but three pitchers within with a ranking of within the top 150 players. Everyone every other pitcher on his team is is um below that and most of them well below that. Hmm. It, it's surprising. Yeah, I mean it's you know it really makes the cramps a tale of have two different teams this year. I, I think you know you've got such such an offensive juggernaut uh, that they're projected to be. Um, on the flip side of that coin, you have one of the you know one of the worst projected pitching rosters in the entire BDL. Two years removed uh, now from from a BDL championship. Johnny, we should probably go ahead and reveal who the 15th and 16th teams are in the uh, pitching ranking as well. Mm -hmm. um, of course, number 15, uh, the Amish Brotherhood at 465. Mm -hmm. And at number 16, bringing up the rear, the Richmond Rebels with a score of 477. Um, uh, I think that's the closest ranking we have to uh, a score of 500 uh, in all of the data. So uh, the Rebels have some work to do on the pitching front. Sure do. Uh, Johnny, it really begs the question, I think, I mean, do you, do you think that the Amish are going to be historically bad this year? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> this is the first time I'm thinking about it, but um, it's purposeful. I mean, in a good way. I mean, sure. I know what I know what he's trying to do, and I think he's doing a great job at being the worst team this year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's done. I mean, I, I think he's going to make sure he gets that number one pick and. Um, I think it'll be historically bad for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. He uh, he's not going to win very many games, but uh, again, that is Joe's plan, and and we'll see where it takes him. Johnny, uh, I guess the big moment. Uh, let's look at the overall BDL rankings, one to sixteen. Um, these are the top to the worst teams in the league, top to bottom. We've made no. Uh, Secret of it so far that uh, the damage really are the cream of the crop according to the uh, projections. And of course, they kick off the ranking at number one. They're at 138. Um, second team overall, the Generals, 177. Number three, the Wallabies, 179. Number four, the Rockets, 182. Number five, the Beers, 192. Number six, the Elevation, 214. Number seven, the Wu, 233. Number eight, the Mavs, 234. Yeah, and let, let, me, let me interrupt you right there. Sure. Because that's our, that's our playoff structure, eight teams. The Mavs, the last team in, according to these rankings. And I think, if I were looking at this, five teams, like I mentioned, under 200. I think those are your true 
championship contenders right there. The damaged gens, wallabies, rockets, and beers. Well, and unfortunately for the Mavs, uh, you know, we, we don't play in a one-division uh, <laughs> league in the BDL, and um, <laughs> according to according to the projections, they, they are not um, they are not in the playoffs this year, despite being a, a top eight team. You know that is a casualty of uh, of the format that we're in. Uh, you know the ACL PCL split, and then uh, uh, that's further compounded by the division structure. And we'll get into that a little bit in a minute, but uh, yeah, it, it, uh, according to projections, although they're ranked eighth, the Mavs are going to make uh, going to miss the miss the playoff cut. Uh, number nine, Johnny, the double downs at 260. Number 10, rounding out the top 10, the Epidemic, 263. Number 11, the Scorpions, 266. And here's the big one again. Number 12, the Crawford Cramps, 275. Number 13, the Cars, 294. Um, number 4, uh-oh, looks like I've got a mistake. I think Johnny and my... Yeah, let me let me take a look yeah. here. Yeah. I can get you the. Those numbers are not supposed to be the same. I think we have the cars at number thirteen at two ninety four, and no, no, no. My my rankings show the dogs at two two ninety four as well. Okay. An ident identical ranking. I that is not a mistake then. Okay, so we have I'm, a tie for number for uh, thirteen. I'm um, embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> the the cars and the bulldogs tie for number thirteen overall two ninety four. Um, moving on to 15, the Rebels at 356, and the only team with an average, an overall average in the 400s at 435, the Amish Brotherhood. The historically awful Amish Brotherhood. Yeah, they're bad. Um, but the, I guess a couple of the teams to keep your eye on in these in this bottom tier are the Scorpions and the Cramps, because while CBS may... Uh, rank them pretty low. They, they've got the best shot, I think, in this this side, this side of this league, the Pacific Coast League. Um, in, in, they've got the best shot to make the playoffs um, of these bottom tier teams. Although I'm only uh, 19, my 19 points behind uh, the Cramps. I, th I think I can catch them. I'll tell you, the Cramps. Um Johnny, it's just it's extraordinary looking at that ranking and seeing the cramps at at the the bottom, the bottom of the third tier of teams in, in the BDL, uh, is is what the uh, projections show, and we'll see if that holds true. I doubt it, <laughs> but um, that's where they are. Uh, Johnny, I think really in the, in when we look at the overall rankings, uh, things are split. You know, I, th I think we clearly see five elite teams in the BDL. Uh, the Damage, the Gins, the Wallabies, the Rockets, and the Beers. Um, from there, it gets a little murkier. You, you, you drop below, um, or you, you, you get into the 200s in, in, in the ranking there and, and above. Um, and you really have seven teams there from... Uh, um, from six down to, oh, I guess the cramps at twelve that are really kind of clogging up the middle a little bit, and you you know you're not really sure where where those are going to shuffle. Um, and then four teams uh, really aren't that great: uh, Cars, Dogs, Rebels, Amish. Again, according to the rankings, but uh, I think that is how 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 the overall rankings break down when you when you look at it from that 
you know, from that way. And um, I think uh, one thing to point out, the, the ACL certainly looks extremely dominant right now in the BDL with the top four teams in the rankings. One, two, three, four, Damage Gens, Wallabies, and Rockets. Um, and also the number, um, number eight team, the Mavs. Uh, you just have three PCL teams, the, uh, the Beers, the Elevation, and the Woo. Uh, they're in that uh, in that top eight. Yeah, yeah. The beers are our uh, bastion of hope. <laughs> uh, and I, I know it has to make Bill happy. Um, you know, talking about the, the the kind of the tiers here in the overall rankings. Um, yeah, you've got that top elite tier, those elite five teams. But even that tier seems to be split. Um, after number one, you, you have yeah. you have the damage at number one at 138, and then a big drop to number two at 177. And you know those two, three, uh, two, three, four, five teams really are fairly close together. You know, relatively mm-hmm. speaking, within 15 points. Right. Um, but there is that, and that that is that is odd to me. That there is that that much of a drop. You know, from one to two. You know, you would think it would be a little closer uh, among those, you know, first couple, three, four teams. But, uh, and it is once you get below number one. But, uh, you know, Bill and his damage are kind of up there on a, on a pedestal by themselves still. So, is what it is. You, you got a challenge ahead of you to uh, repeat. Um, I mean, you've got the challenges in your league. you got to get through these guys to... To do this, yeah. Well, I got through the damage last year, so. <laughs> and I told I told the beers I was coming, so. <laughs> He's got one year left. We'll see. Well, Johnny, let's take a uh, let's take a look at how CBS uh, CBS projects the playoff picture. Uh, in 2015, let's start with the ACL bracket. Um, looks like the the seeds shake out this way. Number one, the damage. Number two. The generals, and then of course the, the two wild cards, uh, third seed, first wild card, the wallabies, and the fourth seed, second wild card, the rockets. And moving on down to the PCL bracket, uh, top seed, the beers, number two, elevation, uh, number three, first wild card, the woo, number four, second wild card, the scorpions in the playoffs, according to CBS. Yeah, I want to see this happen. I, I, Ort's been an above-average team for a long time. I would love to see him finish number two overall. Um, and you know how I feel about the Scorpions. Yeah, I think uh, I think the talking point there, Johnny, is um, unless my eyes deceive me and, and tell me if they do, um, CBS is projecting seven repeat playoff teams in 2015. <laughs> from 2014, the the one that falls off, of course, according to the projections, the Crawford Cramps, um, with the Scorpions taking their place. So it's gonna it's gonna be tough because uh, not only do they have to break that top four, uh, but two of those top four are in his division, right? The elevation in the Woo. So he's gonna have an interesting year. Yeah, I thought it was interesting too uh, the way the wild cards are projected to to split. Um, 
I think, looking at the... Yeah, the uh, the playoff seeds look evenly split throughout the divisions. You actually have two teams, the top two teams, from each division projected mm -hmm. to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the wild card structure in each league, the ACL and PCL, um, that won't always be the case. Uh, you know, you, you might have one division with three playoff teams sometimes. So, um, but not what CBS says this year. Uh, just a quick glance at the first round projected, first round playoff matchups for 2015. Uh, the Beers would take on the Scorpions. The Elevation uh, would do battle with the Wu. Uh, the Damage and the Rockets would lock horns. And the Generals and the Wallabies uh, with the fourth matchup there. So that is how the first round would shake out. We're not going to go any further because uh, once you get into the playoffs, uh, you just never know what could happen from there. But Anyway, just an interesting look at, at what might be um, according, according to the data. Yeah, data that treats every position the same, every, you know, um, how, the, how they'll rank a relief pitcher versus a starter, and um, it's all very, very, very subjective. So. Indeed. Johnny, any more final thoughts on the, uh, on the rankings? Well, I'm excited for this year. Um, it looks like we're going to have, excuse me, um, several, several quality storylines. Um, I'm excited for the Scorpions, like I've said. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if the Mavericks can make that jump and whether or not the cramps actually fall off. Mm. Johnny, you actually had a, a chance earlier this week to catch up with, with two of our BDL brethren, one Projected playoff team, uh, another one, uh, not so much, unfortunately. But uh, I had it. You, you caught up with with Chris of the Beers and and uh, Mike Owens of the Mavericks. Uh, I think the other day, and I I hear that went well. And I'm gonna play a little snippet from uh, from that meeting of the minds and, and and see what they have to say about the upcoming season. All right, let's get started. I think we just got our first very, very. Very, very, very informal Philly preseason roundtable. Um, just a few questions uh, for a couple Philly guys here before we get the season started. Um, I'm here with Mike Owens, Crystal River Mavericks, and Chris Paulson of Mountain Bay Beers. And to both of you, I think just start off talking about the journey uh, your teams have taken to, to get to this point and get ready for this 2015 season. Yeah, I mean, for the beers, it's, it's been an interesting journey. I mean, I think as people would see, it's not that I've ever made a blockbuster deal or really gotten involved in anything big. Um, really, I've just kind of gotten lucky through the draft, lucky through some free agents, and then um, just really been able to trade well. I mean, I think there's kind of a couple strategies you can go with in this league, and it's, you know, kind of build up your minors and trade for the majors, or just kind of, um, you know, go for a little bit of everything. And I've been trying to keep that going over the last couple of seasons and just say, you know, keep a minor league team that's respectable to either use that as chips or hopefully come up and get some depth. And on the flip side, at least make sure to keep the major league squad intact to a point where you can... Um, you know, remain competitive. Uh, I think, obviously, with some of the changes that we've had to divisions, to conferences, back to divisions, I think that's added some 
some parity to the league, and, and luckily I've been able to kind of roll with, um, you know, roll with the changes as well as the additional, you know, offensive positions. And I think once you can keep up with all that stuff and just try to monitor everything, that's really how you take the journey, you know. I mean, I think you said you can go with some big steps or just kind of roll with it and keep, you know, try to keep it, uh, you know, as constant as you can. So here on March, what are we, on the 18th here? You think your team's set and ready to go into the season? Any more moves, or you're pretty pretty well set? Pretty set. I mean, I would love to make some more moves, just to tweak here and there. I mean, obviously waivers is coming up. I'd like to make some room for some guys I'm interested in. Uh, you know, really just work on my major league squad a little bit better. I mean, I think from a minor league perspective, I'm I'm happy. It's, it's to a point where it's uh, you know pretty middle of the road stuff. I kind of got rid of you know my higher end stuff, but I think guys that are definitely worth owning. Um, but again, probably from a major league position, you know, I wouldn't mind pulling in one or two more guys to kind of get set for the season. Uh, I think from a divisional perspective, I'm okay, only because a lot of the teams are currently in rebuild. But that just means that over the next couple of years, I'm just going to have to be just as you know, just as more competitive to make sure that I keep up with the teams that are coming. Yeah. Owens, oh, how do you feel about uh, your team heading into 2015 and where you came from? As of last week, I love that team. Love the team. You know, that you Darvish injury really set things back big time. Um, I still think I have a chance. Um, I'm going to need some help along the way. I'm going to need to find like a good free agent or something, or pull off a trade that you know works well for two teams. I have a few pieces still left on my minor league squad that I may have to turn into something that you know ends up being the greater of the two for my team. Like I'm going to have to really win a trade uh, to compete. But you know I'm really looking forward to the season. Um, it was starting out to be probably going to be one of our best seasons uh, for the Mavs. Um, obviously, that's took a hit, but, you know, I still think we can, you know, create some noise. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of teams were predicting this as, as like a breakout year for the Mavs. Um, that Darvish hit really hurt, and um, you know, I think it slowed your progress at all, or in a big way? Yes. Um, I have to be honest, there was, you know, some thoughts about maybe, hey, should I postpone this a year? Should I, like, think about selling off some pieces with the thought of, you know, maybe 2016's the year of the Mavs, not 2015. So, just thoughts that crossed my mind. The food's coming. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Oh, Bryce. Thank you. Just on the microphone. Awesome, awesome. Uh, great stuff, Owens, great stuff. Um, Chris, talk a little, just a little about um, you trying to get back to the finals. How, how tough that might be as a team you got there didn't cash in. Um, there's only a few of us in that position, so what it's like to try to get back there. I mean, I think the year I got to the finals, I mean, don't get me wrong, we needed a little bit of luck just with the way that our, our playoffs are structured, and especially with the case that we have today, you know, again, changing it from, you know, divisions that we had into a little bit different of a playoff structure. I mean, I think as I even told you last year, I felt we were kind of over, or at the end of the repeated, you know, repeating um, champions, you know, really that the way we have it structured now it would make it much harder for a repeat, even with teams that are, you know, still remain at the top of the game. Um, I think for me, trying to get back to the finals is really just making sure that you put together a playoff caliber team, and then again, once you get right to the end of the season, just make sure that you have it set up right for our playoff structure, meaning you know no waiver ads, all that kind of thing. You know, make sure you're you're covered for injuries as best you can, uh, and that's all you can really do. So focus on the season, make sure you get into the playoffs, 
and then the second step is just to make sure that you have yourself set up to get there. Other than that, I mean, there's not much else you can do. I think with the quality of the teams that we have going to the playoffs today, it's going to be a little bit of luck that's added to it. So all you can do is prepare as best you can and just hope the luck falls your way. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you see? Uh, I mean, this is our last question, is because we've got some really great food here. But um, how do you see see some of the division shaking out as a you know precursor to the season starting here? Who do you see as division favorites? I mean, for me, um, I have to have the structure right in front of me. But honestly, with, I mean, I assume it's going to be similar to the conference champions that were from last year. I, mean, yep. I think in the ECL. I mean, I'm hoping I got a good shot. I think, you know, obviously, Brian's got a good shot. But there's a lot of other guys that are right there. Um, you know, I'll let, I'll let Owen speak to the ACL since he's a little bit more familiar with those teams. But Yeah, Scotty um, at the top. Um, Maybe Bill or Mike. Uh, yeah, I couldn't think of Bill's name. Yeah, Bill. Bill's going to be at the top. I don't know, Mike. You know, Mike always somehow manages to creep up to the top. He but, does. You know, he's injuries lately, but yeah, he's one I've always seen coming back down. But every year he goes back up. And then Brent's another one I have on my schedule that should be coming down. But given you know Brent's track record, I don't see if that. I don't know. Is that going to happen? I don't know. So hopefully the Mavs somehow can figure out a way to get to that top. But that Darvish injury is still going to affect us. Awesome. Well, thanks, dudes. I mean, thanks for getting uh, some time uh, on your schedules to come and talk and uh, getting ready for the pre- season coming up here. Yeah, I appreciate um, you know TMO picking up our lunch today too. That's excellent. So it's always good to you know come in, you know, give our opinion, and get a free lunch. All right, guys, we're out. All right. Thanks, Owens and, and Chris, for taking the time to uh, to be with us on TMO this this episode. Uh, really cool uh, to have you guys on, and, and uh, wish you guys the best of luck, uh, except for Owens, uh, this season. And uh, yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed catching up with those guys, and um, they they both seem uh, very engaged, very excited for the upcoming season, as just as we are. And um, I'm glad we got this in before. Uh, before the season started, two weeks away. Absolutely. Can't wait, Johnny. It's going to be a great year. Uh, April 5th, Sunday, April 5th, opening day. All right, Johnny, appreciate it as always, and uh, we will uh, see you on the schedule sometime this year. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, worst of luck to you, sir. Sounds good, Scotty. All right, man. You have been listening to Two Men On. And we're out. Out.